Hey ladies, welcome back to the Just Realized Podcast. It's Katie here, your favorite personal stylist and podcaster, bringing you the juice on all things self-love and style so that we can grow and become that next level version that's inside of us waiting to get out. So that being said, today's interview is a really fun one. My guest has really big, fiery energy, and we talk all about up-leveling in your business and your life to truly, truly create the magic that you want. So today's guest is Andrea Franco. She is an intuitive business mentor and CEO that really helps women scale their businesses through a different way, not really through like your business systems, but through unlocking some of the things that are holding you back and particularly around like your money shit and money wounds and the stories that we tell ourselves. So we go really deep into tips and tricks for how she unlocks them. You know, I asked her some style related questions on how she uses her own style to become this next level version of herself. And her goal for 2021 is to take her business to a million dollars. And I asked her, how does she plan on doing that? And what does that look like for her in regards to her personal styling and her business? So we have a really, really fun, unique kind of conversation and talk about how all these things work together. And I think you guys will really like it. So it's a really fun, energetic interview, and there's a lot to learn. She's got a pretty um, good Facebook community that she references a lot. So if you guys are looking for that, you can totally check that out. All of that will be in the show notes. And we talk about all those things and all the different ways on the show today. So tune in and check out my interview with Andrea Franco and enjoy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Like, you know, I I definitely realized that if I wanted to become this next level version of myself, that I couldn't be getting drunk or doing drugs or doing these things. And so I just eliminated all together. All right. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I am super excited about today's conversation. If you guys have been following along, you know how much money mindset work I have been doing lately. So today I have a brand new guest. I'm super excited to bring on Andrea Franco, an intuitive business coach and mentor and the master of money wounds, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I want to go deep on that. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Awesome. So let's just jump right in. And if you want to just give us a little bit of background of like who you are, um, what you've been doing, like exactly what an intuitive business coach does, and then let's get into all the money shit. Yeah. All right. So I'll like sum up my story and like, I'll try to give it a two minute synopsis. So basically how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, ready. So trying to do all the things, did EMT six years in the mental health psych program, worked at stop and shop, waitressing, all the jobs, listened to society, listened to my parents, went to college, did all the things. And my soul was just not happy. I knew I was sent here to help, especially women, but help people to really find their soul's purpose. So I ended up getting into an accident 
accident, a glass exploded in my hand. I was on my ass. I was over a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I was unhappy. I really just went through the trenches. I grew up really tough. And so I got to this like crossroads of like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Where am I at? I have no money. I'm not where I want to be. The relationships I'm calling in are not, you know, what I want. And just everything felt kerfuffled is the word I like to use. I love that. And so one day I, I don't know, it was like, I, I had this epiphany that I've got to start somewhere. And I, and I do say this because the journey was different for me, right? I didn't like hit a hundred K months in a day. First I started um, a food blog called the hangry Italian girl. And I, everyone was like, you'll never get paid to eat food. I got paid $400 to go to restaurants, to eat food. Then I started a media company. So that's how I got my hand in entrepreneurship. And I was kind of a closet, witch. I really didn't tell anybody about my gifts because you know the whole like getting judged for being a psychic what are people going to say and then I just kept getting all of these questions like how do you build a business how do you build online how do you do this and I started off small with like this little tiny program called like build your social media and then it just amassed to what it is today so as an in business intuitive mentor I help women really find their soul's purpose and get out online I balance the feminine the masculine so beautifully that is one of my really big teachings where I'm all for the play and the pleasure and the having fun and the balance and the not overworking and burnout. But I'm also for having a happy masculine, the structure, the strategy, and knowing what needs to get done when it needs to get done. And when these two dance together, you become limitless. So that's what I do now. I went from over a hundred thousand dollars in debt to, I, I did half a million cash last year. And, um, at this point we're a little over 800,000 in under two years in sales. So I'm close I'm about two, three months off, probably even less from hitting a million in sales in two years. So I have, I feel close to master. I want to say mastered. Cause we all like when triggers and wounds come up, there's always more work to do, but money mindset was something that changed my fucking life to go from a hundred thousand dollars in debt to almost a million dollars in two years. And there's just, you know, so much different work that can be done with these. So I think that's as quick and concise as I can do that. I am so impressed. And I think I'm in love. It's been like two minutes. And you <laughs> can, said, we be Pretty lip. can we hang out? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you said fuck, which I'm totally like, that just turns me on everybody in this <laughs> listen to the podcast. Then you said closet witch. And I was like, I am literally the closet witch like <laughs> in my closet. And just, I love the story where you're like, you can't get paid to do this and you can't get paid to do that. Like, I feel like I'm so, and that's part of my journey right now. Like I lost my job over this summer and I finally was like, Oh, I know what I want to do in my life. And you know, and that was this past November and it's so new, but I'm like, it's everybody else's shit. And this is why I think my money mindset has been just like, that's the absolute thing that I need because what I'm realizing so quickly is like, are these really my stories or are these someone else's stories? They're usually someone else's. Yes. And it's really in my mind. Right. Because yeah. we're adopting, especially like energy, right. When we're that that's the thing I talk about the most with people. I mean, there's weak. I could talk about money shit all day long, but like who you surround yourself with is really fucking important while you're in the period that you're in right now. You're saying like, I'm, I'm just left a job. I'm doing this thing. So you want to be surrounding yourself with people who are like, do the shit. You got this. Hell yeah. And they're like, you know, you're, you want to get to their energetic frequency rather than people who are like, nah, nah, go back to that nine to five. You can't do it. Don't spend your money. You're in debt, blah, blah, blah. Right. Cause like yeah. 
that's the switch that I made where everyone thought I was crazy. I invested money. I didn't have took out loans, took out credit cards. It was just this fucking knowing I was yes. like, I'm, I'm going to do this crazy thing and I'm going to become a millionaire. And I remember even my mom like laughing at me, like you're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> what now, honey? <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> I told my daughter yesterday, she went to school and I told her in the morning, I said, so I was meditating this morning. I had this vision that we live in this big mansion and we have a driver. And so, and I said, by the time you're 12, and she was like, okay. So she went to school yesterday and saw everybody. <laughs> that's so cute. But that's but, real. It is. Like, yeah. I, I absolutely feel like, yes. You you, it's not even like you're it. going to be. Like, you are. You're that version yeah. of yourself now. Yes. I, yeah. Just keep talking. And because I need this in my life more. And more. Yeah. No, honestly, like, I talk about, like, besides money wounds, when we talk about manifestation, we talk about the law of assumption. So this goes for business, relationships, friendships, like being in the, it is already right. Like mm-hmm. this, so this is the belief that everything outside of you, it, it's just like an extension of you. So the 3d, which is our reality that we live in must conform to whatever you create in your head. You are the creator. You create your own reality. And if you affirm this reality and truly believe it over and over again, you're going to create that reality in your 3d. And the thing is that of course we're human. And of course we're going to have these doubtful moments in the, Oh shit, can I do this moments? But as long as your thoughts that you can do it are more dominant than the other it is going to reflect back in the 3d i am available for nothing else than being a multimillionaire, and it's just period just period (laughs) i love that like i'm writing that down i am available for nothing else (laughs) and everything else aligns with it too because that's where i feel like the woo woo and i'm gonna get a little exploitarian it's like let me touch my vagina and everything's gonna flow to me i'm like i like i believe in orgasmic manifestation and sex manifestation and all that but like that's where i talk about the masculine too where like it's these two unstoppable energies because there's also like work to be done in the 3d like yes i'm creating this reality in my mind and manifesting and all of this thing, but I'm also like showing up and like doing the work and creating the programs and providing value and workshops and all of these things. So people are like, I need to be in this bitch's energy right the fuck now. Cause she's it. And people ask like, how do people pay you this amount of money when they think about money mindset? It's right. Yeah. It's like, Anyone will pay any amount of money if they believe you're the key to helping them get to the next level. And what is the return on investment for that? I paid some lady over $25,000 when I was in debt to one of my coaches. She's not some lady. She's yes. And um, I did a program with her. And then I flew to Australia to meet her, got naked in the woods with other women, had chocolate all over my body, healed my childhood wounds, money mindset, all the things. And it was like, changed my life. I would have paid yeah. her triple. Yes. Yeah. There's no value when someone's in pain, like they just need to get the ne- to the next point. Like there's just no value that's on that. And you can relate that to so many things, but that's the part that blows my mind is that people are live in pain every single day or then living these lives that just aren't fulfilling every single day. And they're like, Oh, I can't pay $500. I was like, but you're stuck pay- in your story. Yes. But I'm like, what are the pay more than that on a dinner? Yeah. <laughs> It's it, yes. And that's the yes. other thing. It's like, oh my God, I can't afford a coach, but you're on Amazon. You're going out to dinner every single night. You're pissing your money away on everything in the world, but you're not prioritizing your next level. So if you're not going to prioritize your next level, then the universe and God and everything else you believe in is not coming down to prioritize it. The first thing of this whole journey, and this is what I say, most people living on earth don't want to do this one thing. They don't want to look into the mirror because the day that I decided to look into the mirror and be like, 
like, yo, bitch, you is 100K in debt and you've got some childhood wounds and money wounds and all. And, and you're just looking at yourself and you're like, this is the reality. Now we do the work. Right. The the first part, 1111, as I say this, um, the first part is that part. And it's the hardest part, right? Like getting radically honest with yourself to take responsibility for the choices you've have made and where you are at right now. And they're in not making this bad or good. Like it's not bad that I was hundred K in debt, right? Like that's the other thing about energetic frequency with money. People make debt bad and money good. And like, and money is simply like, Uh, It doesn't have like a good or bad. It's just an energy and it flows in and it flows out. It ebbs and flows. It's this like beautiful thing. And once you make friends with it, that's when everything will start shifting for you. So if, if someone's listening to this right now and they're like, okay, like I have these things and I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to looking at the mirror. Right. So they do it and they look at themselves and they're like, fuck. And all that shit comes up for them. What do you, what's the first thing that you recommend or like the first two things mm-hmm. that you recommend someone to do when they're like, okay, now I've looked at it. Now what? Now yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first fight, right? Identifying. And then is the courage to release. So there's, for me, I like to call the process identify, release right now, right? And this may happen over and over and over until you really get into this energetic frequency and also believing this. And like, sometimes the release is not like one thing. I realized, for example, like I had the belief that like I couldn't hold on to money. And again, when you're in the identification process, I think it's really good to get into your body. Um, I do some workshops on this where we're meditating and we're bringing someone back of like, where do you feel this in the body? Also like, so where did these come from? People don't realize that you can have a money story from one thing that happened when you were a child. Right. And this created you to believe that like money's not safe. Money's not evil. Rich money is evil. Rich people are evil. But like for me, you know, my parents kind of went paycheck to paycheck. No one really had a big savings and no one invested stuff like that. So for me, a big thing was like money's not safe to hold on to. So in my very first year, it, well, it wasn't my first full year, but my first half year doing this in 2019, I made 120,000 and I had this much to show when I walked into 2020. And I realized that I had to get radically honest with myself real quick. If I was going to become a millionaire that I had to shift. Now I could make the money. Okay. Now I have to save it. Right. So every level's kind of got that new devil where you realize where you're at. And if you're in that new beginning, it's often like the, I'm not worthy of money kind of stuff. Cause if you don't have it, you're realizing this, allowing yourself to really get down and dirty on where did this come from? right? Who, who taught me this? Why am I believing of this? Like doing the whole thing, feeling it within your mind, within your body, within your soul, and then releasing it. This looks like there's so many ways to do release, right? So there's like inner child work, there's anger release, there's literally physical release. A lot of our trauma and our, our beliefs are held in our body. I swear to God, I've done like, you know, the break room stuff, like taking a pillow onto my bed and bashing it. And like, this is a healthy form of anger because you're not letting it out on someone else. Mm-hmm. you're doing it facilitated right I even took like an axe and put it in a tree outside like all of the things like letting it out scream it out yell it out cry it out journal it out like and then rewrite the new beliefs that you want to have this is also really important you know so if you're going to let go of this old version of yourself who is this new person what are their new beliefs and then how are you going to back it up 
Yeah. Right? So it's a, it's, it's a process, a process that doesn't have to take a long time though. I'm like, I have people, um, I even remember some of the coaches I work with, like, you know, this can happen really fast for you. If you asked me two years ago that I would make close to a million dollars in two years, I would have like actually laughed in your face. <laughs> yeah. Really? I would have been like, ah, yes, funny. <laughs> you know? So I don't think that this whole process has to take a long time, but you've got to be dedicated to the work and give yourself grace. Yeah. Like when, when you're doing the identification and you feel like maybe an abuse come up and a trauma come up a moment that's not pleasant, like, like talking to that inner child, like, it's okay, honey, we got this. Like, this isn't bad. Like we're doing the work like this isn't. And I think that, you know, in this industry, sometimes you're seeing everyone taking pictures in front of their Mercedes and they're not showing you the nights that they were crying on the bathroom floor. And I'll tell you the first, my first hundred thousand dollar month, I was on the bathroom floor, hysterical. Mm-hmm. all in my eyes out. I was like, what is this new reality? <laughs> right? Like there's just allowing yourself to go through all of the emotions in the up level. So I think that's really big too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this fear of like so many people, have this fear of failure, but there's also this yeah. fear of success. Both. Too. I had them both. Yeah. Like what if I do? Like what if I don't? Yeah. Cause you're like, okay, my whole life is changing now. Like you said, new level, new devil. Now, what do I do with this money? How do I, you know, because I think sometimes when you're creating that moment or when you're writing those things down, you're like, oh yeah, I definitely want this. But then it shows up and you're like, fuck, who, how do I even do this? And like you said, that kicks up a whole new level of shit. But I want to touch on something you said about like, it doesn't have to take a long time. And like, it doesn't. And this kind of goes back to that other thing you were saying about the feminine and the masculine about like it being hard versus it not being hard. I feel like that's something I'm still working through. Like, every day I kind of go back and forth on this, like being so corporately trained so Mm -hmm. well, like my days were so long and they were, you know, so hard. And then now sometimes, and I, and I feel weird even saying this to you right now on my podcast, sometimes it's so fucking easy. It's too easy. And I'm like, Oh my God. But then I'm really like, because I'm finally doing what I'm supposed to be doing so it's not supposed to be hard anymore. And like, why? That's like the big story, right? Like, why does it have to be hard? Yeah. Like, so I don't know if you're into human design too. Like I'm a yes. projector. And so we're like even meant to take even less time than most other designs. So I really realized, and I feel like this is coming through for you. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're a projector or not, but um is working smarter, not harder. Mm. But the thing is, the more we're in our magic, the more we are making more money and being more magnetizing towards people. That's first and foremost. And that doesn't have to, we're not magnetizing when we're hustling 12 hour days. Now I want to state something that I think is important. When the beginning of my business, yes, I did put in a little more time to get these system and structures up and running to develop my Facebook group, to get my following. That's where a little of the, the, the work is coming in where you're working a little more at this point, you know, I have, I don't know, like 5,000 people, something like that in my Facebook group. I have a great following on Instagram. I really amassed a network and a loyal following of people who know that I just care and love them so much. So then this is where I really stepped into team and delegation. And so I have a high level OBM. I have, you know, graphic design. Like I don't send my own emails. I don't do a lot of things in my business anymore. And that's how I really get to only work a few hours a day maximum. Um, My schedule is so beautiful. And I think that this will be something really helpful for you is prioritizing time and knowing like what day 
days are fully pleasure and play and what days are work days and or balance. So like Saturday and Sunday, my name is Lola. I don't want to know you. You probably don't want to know me, right? Like I do not work on the weekends on occasion. I'll do like a workshop. I'm actually doing one this weekend. Um, and that's the only time on Mondays is my back end day. I meet with my team. I don't do any calls. I don't do any work. I make sure my week is systemized and structured to be set up for the best week ever. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are call days. Tuesday, Thursday are one-on-one clients. Wednesday are usually programs. And then Friday is usually my wrap-up day where I talk to all of my clients, make sure everyone's good. And so I can go be Lola tomorrow, you know, and each day I, I'm looking at the whole week and the whole month. Like I have, you know, my, after I'm in a launch right now for a program. I know what I'm launching next. So I'm very organized where some days, like actually tomorrow, I'm not working. I'm just going to go fuck off. <laughs> you know, and like, I don't know. I just decided that like, I don't, I don't really have to take calls tomorrow. So on this Wednesday, I'm doing nothing, you know? And so that's where the beauty of the schedule gets to be. And some days, like maybe I'll decide tomorrow, I'm going to do a little backend work and go live a couple of times for my workshop this weekend. And that's the beauty of it. But it, it honestly, it gets to be easy because here's the thing. It took me, I'm 28, like all of my life to learn the things that I have and hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point, not only in experience, but mentors and investing. And I do believe that, I mean, I have a lot of different price points, first of all, like I have high ticket, low ticket and free stuff, um, which I think is great of diversifying your company. If you want to have a successful one, in my opinion, I like people to have lots of different doors and if they want to upgrade, they get to, but you know, I think it's key to have that balance and energy and different offers and knowing your schedule and structure. So you don't have to work a lot and you stay in your magic when you are working. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and she said she was reading a book and I can't remember who it was. And that person was like, every morning at 9 a.m., luckily I was creative. And it was really this idea of that was their schedule. So from like nine to 10 or whatever it was, like they showed up and they knew like this was the time because I feel good. Like this is the time I always feel good. So like leveraging that time and space for themselves. And so I really think that's amazing. But I feel so seen because I literally just like two weeks ago did that where I blocked off my days and I was like, okay, these two days are content um, client delivery days. And then these are the days I'll actually talk to the clients. And like you said, Friday is always a really good um, wrap up day. So uh, I love that. And I think that's so good. But if someone's kind of like just starting out and I really love what you said about the masculine and the feminine, what, how do you like, what's your number one or number two tip to like start to get there? Cause I feel like when we're there, sometimes it's when people are looking or listening they're like, I literally can't fathom like putting my foot down and saying, yeah. I'm not going to do any calls on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I mean, here's the shit out of them. I, I feel like in the beginning, I took a lot more. That's the thing is like in the beginning, get to do the things that like, if you're willing to put in the work in the start of your business, like I give yourself a time frame for the first year. I'm going to take calls for five days. Cause I want to really build up my business. I'm okay with working, but for me, like I cut it off. Like, I think it was like eight months where I was like, Oh, I'll take calls all five days of the week. And then it was three days and it was two days. You know what I mean? And so as I up leveled, my schedule got to shift. And I think that not enough entrepreneurs talk about the star. So in the star, I had 25 one-on-one clients. I was taking six calls a day. Now I take two to three, you know what I mean? So that's the shift in the beginning. If you're totally cool. Yeah. Go live a little more, post a little more, do more networking activities. And 
I think in the very beginning, getting organized with your to-do list, even if it's a lot is really important because I was like, okay, today we're going to grow Facebook group. We're going to grow Instagram. We're going to network in other groups. We're going to go live. We're going to, and the to-do list looked insane when I was first building, because if you want to be successful, you're going to have to do two things at once. You're going to be ever growing your audience and nurturing at the same time. You can't be growing an audience you're not showing up to because then they're going to just say, see the fuck later. Right. Or, and vice versa. Like you can, but I do, th- you can nurture really well, but it's nice to constantly have new faces and give new opportunities for people to get your magic and your value. So those are the two things I try to do simultaneously. And sometimes like maybe like, I remember a couple months ago, I was so shit swamped had one of my first hundred thousand dollar cash months. And I was like, I'm just going to hire two people this month to get more people in my Facebook group. Cause I don't have the time to do it. And now I have the money to, to outsource this. Yeah. Right. So like it's, it's realizing how do I want to stay in my magic and how can I stay in my magic even more by possible hiring and delegation instead of going to, you know, Honolulu and spending 2k, then why don't you spend that 2k on a, um, you know, someone who can work with you for two months and make, help you make a hundred and then go to Honolulu in three months when you have so much fucking money, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that knowing where you're at and what stages you're at and honoring every stage. Cause I, I definitely think I worked a lot more when I first started and now not so much. Well, I think that's the perfect blend between the masculine and the feminine though. Right. So like the masculine is a little bit of that push energy in the beginning, but know that you're working towards eliminating that like monthly or quarterly or whatever the hell that looks like. So that you see the eye or your eyes on the prize or whatever. So I think that I just wish more people were a little more transparent with that because I know a lot of coaches who are like feminine and, you know, like let's do vagina and all this play. But I know for a fact for the first year to get their group to 20,000, you know, now you're playing, but you already put in the groundwork. Yeah. So like, you know, you got to be honest about what that process looks like because in the beginning of your business for the first year, it doesn't look like working an hour a day. That's complete bullshit. No, no <laughs> right now it's complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like four so, or five months in. <laughs> I, I just think that's the the scary part of this industry. Sometimes is yeah. you are looking at so and so who has a hundred k following who's telling you to be in pleasure play energy all of the time and that's why you're not magnetizing people towards you because you're actually not doing work and you're not comfortable with your masculine which you need to 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 get comfortable with both yeah Uh, that sounds good let's go back to money because i want to just drill in on the money because i feel like that's the that was the point for me where things started to change like the money working on my money mindset gave me the confidence to tell other people Stop sending me jobs. Stop asking me how I'm going to retire. Stop worrying about my financial situation. Like how I pay my bills has nothing to fucking do with you. Mm -hmm. So can we dive back into that a little bit? You said like the first part is really about uncovering the blocks. Mm -hmm. If someone still like, and you, so when you were talking and you said like, there's could be one moment in time and like one thing that happens. And like, I immediately have a memory of being a kid at a doctor's appointment when my parents had me, they were young and they didn't have a lot of money. And my dad was pissed that I had strep throat, <laughs> right? He was pissed uh-huh. that he had to pay to take me to the doctor on the weekend because he didn't have the money. And I know that he loves me, but mm-hmm. in that moment as a child, like I was like, what in the actual fuck? And like, I swore to myself in that moment, like my kids will never know what it feels like mm-hmm. for me to be flustered, to take care of their basic needs because of money. And that just came I actually forgot about that until I was doing yeah. some work. So, um, 
how can someone like uncover these things and like really start to unravel those stories if they want to make that radical shift into entrepreneurship or shifting jobs or maybe taking a lower paying job, but it makes them happy or fucking traveling the world, whatever that is for them. Yeah. I think that like what you just shared, like, first of all, like if I were you, I would bring myself, you know, either have a facilitator bring you there where you send forgiveness to not only him, but yourself. And these are some of the meditations that I guide people through. So we can actually get that out of your body and your mind, soul, right. Where we, and we create a new belief around it. And so that's one of the first things. So if people have these things coming up, I think the forgiveness aspect and writing a new belief is huge. Like my dad also was like, you know, really strict with money and I didn't grow up like with a silver spoon whatsoever. So I had a lot of these different experiences where it was like shit like we we can't right um so kind of to answer your question where if someone's like there's every level to journeys with with money mindset and so when I first jumped in the game I was I was working for other people I think that you know, it's, it's hard because there's this like double-edged sword where I am the all in kind of woman where I'm like, no plan B, let's do this. Let's invest the shit. Right. But I also like, I'm telling you, I am also a mentor who sees where if you are a woman who has children with bills need to be paid, you can't take the last and you can, but like the last dollar you have for rent, you know, maybe that's not the smartest decision for you. So these, uh, there's these two different energies that depending on your situation, I always ask people to tune in and touch it, right? Like, what are you feeling? I knew in my body that I was ready to go deeper into debt to go to this next level. And I did, I took out more loans and credit cards. I took out a 10 K loan. And so you know, that was my choice, the no plan B choice. And if that's you, then go like whatever you think your next level is, whether it's mentorship or starting whatever kind of company, just go, go. I mean, I have a blessing where I knew my mother would take me in, you know, and help me, God forbid something happened. I wouldn't be homeless on the street. You know what I mean? So like, that's why I think I had a little more oomph to go do what I'm doing. But for someone who may not have a situation where they have, you know, absolutely no plan B whatsoever, then that's where you get a little more strategic and you start planning out, okay, how much more money can I make each month doing this side hustle? And like even Gary Vee, who's also a projector who I'm absolutely in love with, who I've met like two or three times and he signed my book and stuff. Um, you know, he talks about like doing the nine to five and then working your, your, you know, side gig when you get home enough until you let it go. And look, I had a client, I love her so much. She came to me uh, earlier, I want to say, uh, last year, a couple months into, into 2020, she had just filed for bankruptcy. She was working a nine to five. Um, we are now working together. She did two of my programs and she just had a 50,000 launch. She wow. left her nine to five last, uh, um, like September, October, something like that. It was early, like within a few months of working with me. Right. So like, I just want people to know that you can be like bankrupt and go to huge months and it doesn't have to take a long time, but it's really how you view these things. And if you're ready to do the work and put the work in, are you ready to actually, you know, look at this, like the situation that came up for you? Are you ready to put forgiveness there? Are you ready to move on to this next level of life and become the energetic being? 
being, that's the million dollar version of you. And are you ready to start making decisions? And, and maybe that's the making 5k version of you. Let's back it up. If you're new, right? What is the 5k a month version of you do? What is she, how is she acting? How is she feeling? What does she look like? What is her morning routine or his right for, for male listening? There, there's so much that goes into this. I, I think people, it's just like, let me just think of my money ones and they're gone. Like this is everything that you're doing in a daily basis. This isn't just like one thing. It's like, how do you wake up? What's your morning routine? What are your thoughts throughout the day? What does it look like at night? Are you getting our, our outside? Are you putting your feet on the ground? Are you meditating? How are you eating? Are you smoking, drinking, treating your body like shit, doing drugs? Like there is everything that goes into mind, body, soul with this money work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally opened me up on all levels, not just money. And that's the part I think is so powerful is people are like, oh, you've mentioned like some of the things like, oh, money's evil. Money's this, money's that. Yeah. I'm like, but it has literally changed the way I see everything. It's changed the way who I let into my life, who I hang out with, who, what TV shows I watch. I know. Really trying to be super fucking intentional with everything I'm doing. So if you had to pick like one piece of money work that you think really catapulted you into that next level, mm. um, what do you think it is? What, what do you think it was? Like, what was the one thing that you did that you feel like boom, this was like, yeah. at least got me here. Cause I really believe that little consistent actions every day really grow mm-hmm. us to that next point. So I would always ask myself, whatever I was looking to be in that moment, first of all, the law of assumption. So assuming that it's already mine, that was a big one. Um, but I would always ask myself the question, what would this version of me make? What was the decision that they would make for this? Right. So like I got an apartment before I could afford the rent crazy. And then I came up with the rent. I hired this high level OBM before I (laughs) needed a high level OBM. Right. Like I started, I was always making decisions for the next level version of myself and then it would just come. So I think one of the biggest life-changing things I could do is constantly be living in the fact that I am ever evolving, giving myself grace through the evolution but making the decisions of the woman that I not only am, because I believe time is an illusion, right? Not only am, but I'm going to be. So mm-hmm. I am making decisions that a millionaire is making now, right? And I'm like making those hires. Make it. So like, if you are looking to make 10K a month, how, how does your morning routine look? What, what does a woman who make 10K a month do? Is she going to the bar every weekend with her friends talking about the next guy she's going to get on? No. Right. And again, you can, you can do whatever you want with your life, but like, it looks like, like I'm sober again right now. Like I, I, in the past two years have not drank more than drank. And there's nothing wrong with alcohol, but I'm just like looking at my life. I started being like, I'm sleeping in because I drank last night. My conversations with these people are not high value of a woman who's a millionaire CEO. It's talking, you know, like small minds talk about other people. Yeah. You know, now my group of friends, we literally, we just went to Florida a couple of weeks ago to meet up and we went out and the entire time it was like entrepreneurship. Where are we going in the world? Reading each other, giving each other sessions. Like it's just so high level friendships and all of us are lifting us 
up. So I would say besides living in the next version of yourself, who you're surrounding yourself with and the conversations you're having on a daily basis are so freaking key. Do not go to the bar with Lola and she's talking about, you know, oh, like, oh, my life is so hard. Like, you don't want to be around people who are having pity parties for themselves because you're going to have a pity party. It's time to wake up from your pity party and decide that you want to change your life. And that takes radical responsibility and some motherfucking discipline. You know, that thing that most people don't have because they're like, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Well, great. You know how many days I was tired and didn't feel like a million dollars doesn't poof out of the air. Let me just tell you something like that. (laughs) No, I love that you said that. That was my big thing last week. It was like, who am I around? And I love that you mentioned alcohol because that's something I've been back and forth on since last summer. But I've come to this realization. There's certain people I can only be around if I'm drinking. So if I could drink to be around you, do I really fucking need to be around you? Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) Or if there's this thing that I'm doing and I only want to do it if I'm buzzed, then that means I don't need to be doing it because that's not what the next level version of. Oh, I had a problem. Like just, just so you know, like I, one of the reasons I eliminated alcohol was like, I, I love drinking and I would always like drink a lot of drinks and, and even dabbled in cocaine. Like, you know, I, I definitely realized that if I wanted to become this next level version of myself, that I couldn't be getting drunk or doing drugs or doing these things. And so I just eliminated altogether. I used to smoke cigarettes, everything, you know? And so one day I was like, okay, this, this version of myself doesn't drink, doesn't smoke cigarettes and definitely does not do cocaine. You yeah. know, and, and Coke was the first to go. And then it was drinking. And so, and then uh, one day, I was like, I, I went sober for a, about a year. Um, and then I drank for a little bit. And now again, like I didn't drink in January. I had a couple drinks in February and March 1st. I was like, no, I'm making a million this year. So like, I'm not going to drink for the rest of the year. And like, these are the decisions I am continuously making, but I do feel like for me personally, like what does alcohol really do for me? I feel like it's a toxin for our body and it inebriates you and makes you feel things. And again, for someone and I don't know about you, but for anyone going through inner child or healing work, when you bring alcohol into the body, this is going to surface wounds. So like for me, I realized when I was drinking, I would tell people all of my shit. I would get angry. I would say stupid things. I'd be much more likely to want to get a little sexual. You know, they're like, there's all the things. It's like, why do I want to put myself in these positions where I'm, I'm becoming the million dollar version of myself? So like, let me just eliminate this thing altogether and stop having to make any of these decisions decisions yeah yeah and and even just take that or like you were saying sleeping in and being tired or you know everything and I'm sure you agree with this like every time you up level on your business it's fucking scary yeah and like I was telling someone I'm living my best life but I'm also fucking uncomfortable every day like those two things can exist but they cannot exist if I'm hungover like I can't manage both of them at the same time or even too tired from drinking or whatever But I want to ask you a couple of questions. So you were talking about like, what does that next level level woman do? And so this is really important for me because when I lost my job and it's a whole fucking story and we definitely don't have time because I'm not good at the short version of this. (laughs) I am not. I was like, okay, that's how I do it. So in November, it finally like came full circle for me. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be a style coach. I want to be a personal stylist and help women. Like I went to school for fashion, fast forward fucking 15 years of corporate America. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. But I really believe that the way we dress and the way we show up for ourselves and the way we use our personal style can help us move to that next level. And that's 
this was like that aha moment for me was like, I want to empower women. How do I do that? And like, my gift is helping them get more comfortable in that space. So I wanted to talk about how you can use, like, I believe money and I believe your personal style are two of the biggest fucking things that you can use to go to the next level because fucking they come up every day. Every day you have to get dressed. Every day money is coming up on some level. So when you think of that version of that next woman where you're like, what does she do? You know, does she smoke? Does she drink? Does she work out? Does she meditate? How did that relate to you as far as like, how does she dress? How does she do her makeup? How does she do her hair? Can you talk? I, about- I love this. And I think this is one of the reasons I agreed to, to like get on here with you because I think that not enough people talk about this stuff because it's like that topic that we shouldn't, because like women can go online looking, whatever. And and by the way, I want to like preface this with, I used to go live in my towel. I used to go live looking like complete shit. And I don't care what anyone thinks about me. It's not about that. However, I recently just got lashes. I'm getting veneers. I got extensions in my hair. I'm tanning right now. If you look at me, compared to how I looked professionally, like, and this is not just like, this is all the things style, right? Two years ago when I started, now I have the money to afford nicer clothes, to do all these things. Like even my setup looks completely different. I'm not using my pretty mic right now, Um, but all the things. So I, I have evolved in my style and it's funny because I am in the process and looking for someone to help me with my style. Cause I know it's not a stronghold, but that is the thing. I just start started getting all new branding photos and making sure that I'm to the nines with my clothes because the millionaire version of myself dresses like a fucking queen. And she looks good from head to toe all the time when she shows up on video and she comes online. Now when I'm just like in my audience and my private group doing things, I'm totally cool with like going on my PJs and I have something to say, but this next level, version of myself does get these professional photo shoots and looks good and presents herself well. And this was a mindset. It was so funny. The last guy I dated, like millionaire, multimillionaire, whatever you want to call him. And he used to say things like this. And I used to get really triggered. I have to be honest with you. Like, why do you care if I wear makeup or why do you care if I get dressed up? And I would get so pissed off because I was like, what is, am I not good enough without makeup? Like, am I not good enough if I don't dress up? And like, he was actually trying to help me. Because this version of myself should look professional. In my opinion, we should dress to the nines. This is the professional woman we want to be. And again, you don't have to be this if this doesn't resonate with you, but it does now for me. So yes, this, this version of myself is dressing nicer, more professional on brand and style. And I, I even didn't even have a brand. So I don't have brand colors. Now I have like brand colors. My website's coming out all this beautiful thing. So yes, I feel like you can be a stronghold in the industry, by the way, one of my I don't know what to call her, but we work together sometimes and she has built up a million dollar business and she does like branding and styling for women. I almost before COVID all happened, almost hired her to do like get a new closet and a photo shoot and all this stuff. So I think your target market should be successful entrepreneurs looking to up level their brand and life to look like that million version dollar of themselves. Right. And we can tweak that sentence. I'm really good at this, but, um, I really like, there's a huge market for this. So I want you to know that, that women like me who honestly, my mom didn't help me with makeup or doing my hair. And that sounds dumb, but the truth of the matter is like, I don't, I'm not really like my hair and makeup was done by my assistant this morning. Yeah. I'm trying to learn how to be more of a woman 
because yeah. I'm good at business, not so much at doing hair and makeup. Yeah. So I'm okay letting women like you support me and learning from you. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yes, I totally feel like as I up-leveled my money mindset, myself, my business, and my life, and I now had the ability to spend money on my style, brand, and self, I am. Yeah. And I, it's so exciting. I think I see it every day as an opportunity to really show up for yourself because the way that you wear what you put on absolutely affects the way you're thinking, right? It's another piece of that confidence that you were saying, like, how can I dig deep? How can I release this? All of those things. Like if I feel really good in what I'm wearing, it also makes me feel really good in my body and I haven't done anything different to my body. And I think that's the important part of like that radical responsibility and that radical self-love piece is that, when people realize that if you are especially playing to your advantages, like I love when you said color, because color is definitely one of my favorite parts around this. It's like you got your power red on right now and you're fucking killing it. And girl, I'm a red girl. Yeah. And your energy <laughs> color fiery, and it's and it's just live, right? And everyone can feel that, even if they don't see this video, they'll be able to see that come through through your voice because you've used that, you know that that's like your power color. And I just think it there's is. so much that we can harness there. It's like, again, like the money thing, it's like this untapped energy that some people have put in a bucket and said, okay, it's, it's, you know, it's selfish or it's superficial and it doesn't have anything to do with that. And like you were saying, like, I don't care. You can wear makeup. You could not wear makeup. Right. But when I show up, there's different colors for me that make me feel brave to do those uncomfortable fucking things to Mm -hmm. be the next version of myself. Right. So like whatever that is for you. So like I have a hair appointment, so I didn't do my hair. So I was like, I'm gonna put on a scarf because it makes me feel fun. And I know I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to say, like, I think it it was important for me to say that like I am still okay getting out of the shower and going on live video because that that's the kind of woman I am where like I I, I, you could tell I'm fire as shit, you know? So like, sometimes I'll be like, I have this thought and I need to go live. Oh shit, I'm doing it now. Right. Yeah. But like this version of me has those professional photo shoots. And if you go look at my personal Instagram, it's the intuitive boss, babe. It's like the last 10 photos of myself are all in red, <laughs> you know? And like, I want to, like, I am a fiery woman and I want my attire to reflect the fire within me. And, you know, so I think red just does that so well. And so I think it's beautiful to, to reflect this with your clothes. And I always say this, let yourself be an evolution. The woman I was yesterday is not the woman I am today. I always stay in my own lane. The only person I'm ever trying to do better than is the woman I was a minute ago. Right. But I used to like kind of, and I want to say this, I used to look at women like always done to the nines. Like, oh my God, does she ever like come online not having to look? And now I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. And like, I give myself the grace of prejudging people and releasing that. Now I am the most like unjudgmental when it comes to anything women do. Like you do, I even said that, do what feels good to you. If you don't ever want to have power colors and have a professional brand and go for it, don't do what feels good to you. However, I've realized that this is what I've evolved into. And I'm really excited to take these next level steps in my business in this million dollar version of myself because she is doing those things and I'm excited to up level my wardrobe where do you live by the way in Virginia I'm in Connecticut Uh, well at least we're on the same time zone right (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everybody I'm always working with is either on the west coast or overseas and like our time zones are always mashing up I'm like ah it's crazy this is great I fully like 
so much belief in that. And like you were talking earlier about the human design, I'm actually a man gen. So not right. protector, but that's why I think I've really struggled with that masculine energy is like, because mm-hmm. I just want to get up and just like get it done and get it done. And I'm all, like, creating the energy for other people and things like that. So I have to be real. Well, I would ask yourself the question, like, how can I be more in my feminine today? How, how can I bring more pleasure and play into my life today? Right. Whatever that looks like to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes that's receiving. So I know this sounds funny, yeah. but sometimes that's like this water that I'm drinking, receiving it a little slower. How can I receive more today? Because the feminine is really about receiving, whether that's pleasure, self-pleasure, whether that's eating and drinking slower, whether that's letting someone open the door for you. You know, there's so many ways that you can allow yourself to receive more and mm-hmm. have that like little bit of balance. So for me, when I notice I'm getting in my mask and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. How can I receive more right now? Uh, girl, where, where can I get more in pleasure and play? Because I, I look, I'm sometimes when you get fired, you go into the masculine. I'm like, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> you know, and I, I really realized, and even like my last partnership, so the day is over and sometimes I'm like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, okay, how do we transition now? So I'll put on a song and start like sensual dancing and allow myself. It's also the feminist about being present in the body, right? So it's getting out of your mind for the day and coming back home to your womb, to your womanhood. Mm-hmm. So I will, I start doing like sexual dance and play and that's when I'm able to receive him even more. And so that was really good for me to learn. Like the last partnership I was just in for about four or five months was so much learning on receiving from the masculine and it was really beautiful as well. So, um, there's, there's always more for us to learn about receiving and pleasure and play. Yes, I am not a good receiver. That's been one of my other big aha from losing my job to now is that he's given me this space and some of the financials to like do figure this section of my life out. And I'm having such a fucking hard time receiving that. I'm like, no. You notice that that receiving is energy though. So like if you're blocking off receiving, you may also be blocking off the reception of money. True. Mm-hmm. You know, so like someone says, when I am talking to someone, when we're even, we can be talking about love, like, oh, and they have like a wall like this up. I'm like, okay, so where's your wall on money? Because yeah. it's all energy, right? Yeah. So like opening your portal and I'm really feeling like your heart. I think that this I'm, I'm psychic and I'm minorly reading you. Um, <laughs> um, so like, I, I think that this is a very big stretch for you for leaving the job and doing these things. It's also like, it's equally as exciting as it is scary. Yes. So the heart chakra, I think is a little bit affected right now. And I think, you know, mothering that inner child can be helpful to allow this receptive energy to come in because this is scary. So what do we do? We go like this now, <laughs> Right. And we get scared and we're like, oh shit. And we stop receiving because we're now we're in fight or flight. And what we're doing is we're fighting for survival because we lost this comfortable thing that we have. So we're actually kind of putting up our walls and saying no. Yes. Oh, very much. Like I'm working on it every day. And that's why I was saying like the money was opening me up more even to him to say like, he'd be like, okay, well, what do you need this week? And I'd be like, I don't know. Like I'll figure it out. (laughs) I started journaling every morning on like what my goals were from a money mindset. And then it extended into other areas of my life. And I was like, this is amazing. That's why I think it's so important to really dig into those money stories. Mm, Yeah. And rewrite them. What do you want them to look like? And how are you living them now? I like that part because that feels really empowering. So if you could leave the audience with like one last thing to just 
go out there and kill it and be the best version of themselves, what would it be? Um, I think one of the big things is always remember to leave a lasting impression and impact on someone else. For me, whenever you get into the energy of what is in this for me, that's when you'll start creating a lack. And I see a lot of people growing businesses and it's like, I need to pay my bills. I need, I need that scarcity energy. And that's what comes around with money. Um, and it's like, how can I impact someone today? How can I provide value today? It's, it's not about me. It's about them. And when you stay in that energy, things will just naturally flow to you. So that's first and foremost. And two, never give up. Because there are so many times in the first year of my business that I was ready to throw it all out the window because there's so many highs and lows to life, to healing, to money wounds, to inner child wounds, to all of this. If you're ready to become the millionaire version of yourself and get radically honest with yourself, this journey is not easy. So you have to hold that one, the law of assumption of it's all coming. It all already is right. I'm manifesting something right now. Um, actually a man. And so I'm like, he, he's talking to me. He loves me. Like, I already know this, like we were already in love and I'm calling him back. I'm like, I have changed who I am in the past seven months. And I'm so excited for him to see these epic changes I made and to recultivate love. And I'm already living in the version that we're together. <laughs> and you're, probably like uh, we were we actually like dated and we're in love and all the things um so I'm, I'm already living that this is happening again and I'm excited to reconnect with him and all of the things right so I think it's living in what's coming while never giving up at the same time and and allowing yourself not to get stuck in scarcity yes yes number one that's great I that resonates so much with me so where can everybody find you now that they need to know all the goods? So I do a lot of this every single day close to um, in the intuitive boss babe community. So that is my free Facebook group. So I do free card pulls, free trainings, all of the things intuitive boss babe community um on instagram i'm andrea franco xo is my coaching page and the intuitive boss babe is my personal page which i'm on there a lot more i really need to switch up the things and then i'm andrea franco on facebook so if you want to add me on there that's totally cool but where i'm at the most is definitely um my private facebook group Awesome. That sounds great. I'm definitely going to have to jump in there. And get all this fiery energy. I need that. <laughs> I'd love to have you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and chatting with me. It was amazing. Thank you. It's been an honor to be here. I hope everyone loved it. <laughs> <laughs>